Hello, hello, hello. This is Great Church Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministry Sunday School Lesson for the 27th of June in the year 2021. Dear God, as I sit before you to speak, I pray to you that my soul you will keep. And if I should die, before I finish, I pray to you that any outstanding sins will be forgiven. Amen. 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 Our Sunday school lesson today is entitled, The Only Reason to Become a Christian. The Only Reason to Become a Christian. And we're in St. John, the 21st chapter, the 20th through the 25th verses. St. John, the 21st chapter, the 25th, 21st through the 25th verses. And we will go to the King James Version of the Scripture. Then Peter, turning about, seeth the disciple whom Jesus loved following, which also leaned on his breast to supper and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Jesus said unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren, that that disciple should not die. Yet Jesus said not unto him, He shall not die. But if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? This is the disciple which testified of these things and wrote these things, and we knew that his testimony is true, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written everyone, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Oh my goodness. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. And we'll go to our lesson. Our focal scripture is, let me get to that. The 24th verse. The 24th verse. Now I want to go to the King James Version of that. 24th verse. This is the disciple which testified of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And we know that his testimony is true.
Utah Commentary. This is L.G. Parkhurst Jr. Sunday School Lesson. You can find it at www.ouosu.com. Peter turned and saw John following and listening to his conversation with Jesus, which leaves the strong impression that Jesus took Peter aside for a private discussion rather than talk, where the others could also listen. Jesus intended to talk to Peter about his future personal ministry after his denial of him. For reasons unknown to us, Jesus allowed John to follow them. Perhaps Jesus did so because he intended for John to write this account in the gospel as an eyewitness, then later as the Holy Spirit led him. John did so. Perhaps Jesus wanted John to confirm what Peter would later tell the other disciples about his conversation with Jesus. Two witnesses are always important in the Bible whenever testimony is given. Peter and John could both bear witness about Jesus' commission to Peter as a restored leader in the church. We do know that Peter and John seemed always together and they were fishing partners. What Jesus told Peter would influence them both. John learned how the Lord Jesus restored Peter to his apostleship after Peter had denied him three times. The betrayal of Judas and the denial of Peter were both on John's mind when he wrote these closing verses. Whereas Peter repented and showed him he genuinely loved the Lord Jesus and wanted to serve them. Judas, who also felt remorse for what he had done, chose to hang himself instead of seeking the forgiveness of God. And we can see that in Matthew 27 chapter and the fifth verse. Jesus knew Peter's sincere remorse and his desire for Jesus' forgiveness. And Jesus also knew how Peter came to feel everything was hopeless about you after Jesus had died because he could not forgive him. And when Jesus appeared to them again from the seashore, Peter may have jumped into the water before the others so he could be alone to tell Jesus how sorry he felt and how he wanted Jesus' forgiveness. So, after breakfast, Jesus took Peter aside to assure him of his forgiveness and restoration. Peter's experiences with Jesus can encourage all who know they have genuinely followed Jesus and then have sinned and have fallen short of Jesus' and their aims to be a faithful disciple of Jesus. Jesus knew Peter's heart, for as Peter told Jesus, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And that's John, the 21st chapter and the 17th verse. Jesus knows our hearts. Sincerely repentant.
I will do this here. I had something to come up here. Okay. Now, I'll get back to where I was. Jesus knows our hearts. Sincerely repentant disciples can do what Jesus told Peter to do. They can love him, follow him, and feed and tend his lambs and sheep as Jesus leads them. In humble prayer with Jesus, any follower of Jesus can take Peter's path to restoration. Though Jesus may put them on, okay, I'm having a stick here. Okay, Jesus knows our hearts. Sincerely repentant disciples can do what Jesus told Peter to do. They can love him, follow him, and feed and tend his his lambs and sheep as Jesus leads them. In humble prayer with Jesus, any follower of Jesus can take Peter's path to restoration, though Jesus may put them on a different path of service. For Jesus told Peter that he would die as a martyr. Now in his death, Peter demonstrated what he told Jesus he would do in John, the 13th chapter and 37th verse. I will lay down my life for you. By the way Peter died, Jesus gave Peter the opportunity to do as he said and show the world the depth of his love and commitment to Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Now like many of us in similar situations, Peter naturally asked Jesus about what would happen to John, a fellow disciple. If he were going to die a martyr's death, would John also die a martyr's die as a martyr? So perhaps since John had listened to everything Jesus had told him, Peter felt like he should know what was going to happen to John. Whatever motivated Peter Jesus did not tell Peter about John's future. They would take different paths of service. For example, John would write a gospel, letters, and revelation. Now, hearing Peter's question, Jesus turned the focus back on Peter's relationship with him as his Lord and Savior. Jesus told Peter that he must follow him. Jesus would decide how and how long one of his followers would deserve or would serve him on on this earth. Jesus would decide what type of life and death his followers would go through, what type would best glorify him and influence others to follow him as their Lord and Savior. Jesus told Peter that what he chose for John to do and how he chose for John to die were not matters that should concern Peter. Jesus, not Peter, was the Lord of them both. Jesus insisted that Peter's concern must be about how he faithfully followed and served Jesus, about how he cared for Jesus' people daily regardless of the personal consequences to himself. 
that was more enough for Peter to be concerned about. Now someone else may be honored or blessed in ways that seem better than what we experience, but loving, following, and obeying Jesus should be our primary concern not what God is doing or planning to do through someone else. So in the Bible, the writers use various ways to dispel rumors or correct them. When John concluded his gospel, he wanted to correct a mistaken idea in the church. Jesus did not say that John would be alive when he returned as he promised. Jesus said that if he wanted John to remain alive until he returned, that should be of no concern to Peter. John was exiled to Patmos, where he wrote the book of Revelation, and tradition says that John was the only one of the twelve apostles who did not die a martyr's death. John glorified Jesus in a different way from the other apostles. For example, John wrote a great deal of the New Testament as well as the closing book in the Bible. Now, if my counting is correct, according to the New International Version and the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, Matthew and Mark never used the word truth. And this is, uh, uh, as I repeat, the L.G. Parker's Jr. Uh, version of the Sunday School lesson. L.G. Parker's Jr., you can find it in www.ousu.com. Now, among the gospel writers, John used the word true the most often. Not counting the book of Acts, Luke used the word true three times in the New International Version and one time in the New Revised Standard Version. Okay, now, let me tell you this. We all understand that these are translations. Other translations. So, how many words they put in there that were used or whatever was put in there by the translators, okay? So, that are besides the King James Version. Matthew used the word truth one time. That was in the New International Version. Mark used the word truth two times. Luke used the word truth one time. And John used the word truth 28 times. In the New Revised Standard Version, Matthew used the word truth one time, Mark used the word truth two times, Luke used the word truth three times, and John used the word truth 26 times. John testified to the truth as in a court of law under oath with consequences for lying and lying in the court of law is perjury okay john was the one who wrote this gospel or wrote his gospel if john had not written what was true in his gospel he knew he would stand before the king and judge of the universe someday and would give an account 
the truth and what is true was of vital and saving importance to John and all the writers of the Bible. The most important reason to become a Christian and a faithful, obedient follower of Jesus Christ is because the Bible and Christianity are true. What the Bible tells us about God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and the believer's relationship with them by grace through faith in Jesus Christ is true. As Dr. Francis Schaeffer said, the Bible is true in all it affirms. He also said, there is only one reason to be a Christian and not two. The only reason to be a Christian is because Christianity is true. Because the Bible is true, we can believe and trust in all the precious promises of God in the Bible, for God cannot lie. In Numbers, the 23rd chapter, in the 19th verse, we read, God is not a human being that he should lie or a mortal that he should change his mind. The Bible records or uh, records many blessings for the followers of Jesus in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, the ninth through the tenth verses. Paul reminded Christians, but as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. My goodness. For John accurately recorded what the Holy Spirit decided was of most importance about the ministry of Jesus Christ and for our coming to believe the truth about Jesus and accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. In John, the first chapter and the third verse, we learn that all things come into being through Jesus. Therefore, the many truthful books that fill our world regarding creation and history, whether they mention Jesus or not, in some sense reveal his glory as the creator and sustainer of all that exists. Some scientists know that when they study and research anything that exists, that they are studying the works of the Father and the Son, and they give glory to God. An infinite uh, infinite number of books could be written about how Jesus Christ, from before the beginning of creation and time, has blessed, cared for, healed, rescued, and saved his people from a countless, countless variety. That's a typo right there. So I will go back. An infinite, and some will say infinite, okay, but infinite number of books could be written about how Jesus Christ, 
from before the beginning of creation and time has blessed, cared for, healed, rescued, and saved his people from a countless variety of trials and tribulations and divine judgment, as well as blessed believers beyond all human expectations now and forever. Jesus is our creator, the creator to save us from our sins and grant us the undeserved gift of eternal life, not to mention the blessed honor of serving him in this world. So yes, the whole world would not have room for all the books that could be written about Jesus. Amazingly, every year thousands of books are still being written about Jesus and many more could be written about Jesus and his work in our world and in the life of every person who loves and follows him. No one loves us like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May the Lord Jesus continue to bless the reading and study of the Gospel of John and the Bible that many might be saved from the power of sin and death, that many might come to know and believe the truth of God's Word, the Bible, and that many might enjoy everlasting friendship and eternal life with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Maranatha, our Lord, come. Amen. And that's our commentary. Our questions, you know, we always have some questions and, and they're numbered five, okay? Five of them are numbered, but sometimes we have more than one question in a number. So I noticed, noticed last week we only had one question for numbers. Let's see about this one. Number one, why do you think Peter was concerned about the future of John? Number two, when Peter asked about the future of John, how did Jesus answer him? Number three, can you think of one or more ways Peter and John differed as apostles? Number four, why do you think John wrote about the circulating rumor? Number five, what do you think was the most important declaration that John made about his gospel? And that is our Sunday school lesson, the only reason to become a Christian. The only reason to become a Christian. And this is for the 27th of June in the year 2021. This month is almost gone. So I pray and trust that you will be willing to be kept in the will of God and that he will keep you in his will and that his will through you will be done. And dear God, for those who are not saved, and those who are not saved, please repeat after me if you want to be saved. And if you used to be saved and you have backslidden, please repeat after me and come back into the fold. Because we don't know when God is coming back for us. Dear God, I repent of my sins. I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins. 
and I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. And if you did that, it's a done deal now. I invite you to be a part of Greater Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministries. You can reach us at 469-629-9543 or ggtchurch66 at yahoo.com. And I also am uh, just thanking God for you. And if, if you choose to be a part of another congregation with a sanctified leader, please do. Please do. Because Jesus is coming back soon. And so much sooner than it was. I love you. Enjoy your day, evening, or night. Thank you.